0: Snuff Production Coming up on the Footy Talk Podcast we talk all things coaches and coaches sprays after a little bit of an issue with an old coach of yours Joey. We'll do Footy Talk predictions but we'll put our own little spin and flavour on it. Looking forward to some of yours Absolutely. This is going to be a huge addition of the Footy Talk Podcast coming up now Footy Talk podcast time, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. It is your Friday edition, a big Friday edition it is too, as we touch on a coach who may have just had a little bit of audio unfortunately leaked in the lead up to round one and a man who... Probably gave him a fair few sprays. Uh, He's sitting across from me. Joey, welcome. Hello, Daisy. Uh, Nice long weekend coming up.
1: So uh, I'm not sure if you've got anything planned, but uh, we've got the few days off after this, and then we gear up for a big season coming up on Monday.
0: We are just over a week off, um, or under a week. No, Thursday's the first game, so (laughs) under a week. Uh, We are very, very excited. But as we said, the practice matches are concluding, and the last thing you want out of a practice match is probably an injury after that. It's some audio being <laughs> leaked and a scandal somewhat being made out of it. Poor old Rossi. Sits there, goes and to Moravin, The Saints take on the Bomb rays And somehow the audio of what he was watching gets thrown out onto the... Yep. Big, big web of World, world Wide Web. I'll tell you what, everyone's
1: talking about who Ross might have been spraying in the coach's <laughs> box and all those sorts of things. I'm worried for the little uh, the little computer geek or the little yeah. media man <laughs> whose job it was to be able to put the audio to the vision but then make sure when you put the vision on the server that everyone else gets access to, Uh-oh. there's no vision. So Uh-oh. I reckon he might have copped a spray, whoever that little young fellow was, that uh, his job it was to download the game. So he's the man that I feel most for with uh, this little leaked audio. But, uh,
0: yeah, look, it's uh, not ideal leading it's up not to an ideal, but, but it's not, not the a biggest big, nah. the, the biggest issue would be if you were talking about game plan and actually gave up some IP yeah. around that. In terms of how coaches talk about players, the ball movement and everything within the coach's box, it is – I've sat in there. It's very confronting. As is, a player, you don't really want to hear what they're saying about you because if you turn it over horribly and all of a sudden you're the worst kick in the world uh, – Just comments that come off the cuff could be taken completely out of context.
1: I agree, Daisy. I think nearly every coach would be the same. We always say to be a senior coach, you've got to have a little bit of a screw loose. And most of the AFL coaches do. And what they do is, it's fair to say they do over-exaggerate and they get quite heated in the box. And they say things in the heat of the moment that they certainly don't mean. Um, They might uh, just get it off their chest and then they get back to action and worry about winning the game. So Rossi's like that. There would have been a fair bit of sarcasm in there. You know, why would we kick it to the free player? (laughs) Why would we kick it to the three-on-one, you know? Look at him. He couldn't catch a cold. All that sort of stuff. That's all pretty generic, I would have thought. But uh, you know what? I did hear it's a pracky match and still, it's still Cuddly Ross at the moment. So I don't think he saved his – I don't think he fired his best bullets, put it that way, in a preseason game anyway. So it might have disappointed a few people if actually anyone did hear the audio.
0: What about the just the run he's had? Coming from the nice, cushy job here in the media going, <laughs> no, I want to put the big man hat back on. I want to be in the chair again. He's starful forwards gone down. his centre half forwards gone down. And now this poor old Roscoe can't take a break.
1: Nah, I don't know why he's doing it. He's putting himself <laughs> through, through it all again. But uh, it did lead us to do think about some of the, the best sprays. And we have oh, heard a, a lot of Ross sprays. And I tell one, I copped a beauty one day and at the SCG. We're playing against the Swans. And as you know, always hard to get a kick up at the SCG. It is shocking. Especially ground. when Sydney are up, up and about. They beautiful to, ground.
0: Beautiful but ground. But shocking.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the Swans were so hard to get a yeah. kick against. They actually were disciplined and played on someone, all those things and at halftime we were getting beaten and, uh, and I was getting tagged in the midfield and, and, and Ross Line I started spraying Del Santo and I. Not defending, cop that a few times. Yes. And uh, he made a statement and said, right, if you guys aren't going to defend, you can go play in the back line. Gilbert Fisher, you're doing all the hard work. You can go in the midfield. I love it so when I you So I <laughs> come out in the second <laughs> half. I go and go and stand on Jared Moore, who straight away gets told to go and play in the goal square at full forward and don't move. The bulldog. We want, want Montana, yep. the little bulldog, who Ross Lyon actually once said to us in a, in a pre-game meeting, if the game was played in a shoebox, Jared Moore would win a brown because <laughs> he was a very good player in tight but maybe just didn't quite have the spread and the run. I got stuck <laughs> playing at full back on him. He wasn't allowed to move because they were happy to keep me at full back. So, <laughs> so I stood the whole second half in the square, in the goal square. Embarrassing second half for me. Nick Del Santo went to half back. He had two goals, kicked on him in five minutes. So Ross line, get him out of the back line. And uh, and that was a big spray. And That was actually that turning point where um, where Milne and, and Del Santo got dropped the following week. And it was a, a bit of a line in the sand moment for us as a footy club. But he has given quite a few, Rossi. But I think he was holding his bullets. And I'm sure the players will get a few
0: throughout the season. We were having a decent discussion off air because Mick Moldhouse, a very grumpy mm. figure in terms of how he interacted with the media. But you don't hear a lot of stories no. in and around his great sprays and I gave you a couple of examples. Quite and fruity. You figured out why. <laughs> <laughs> he was smart enough to use language that you just can't repeat yeah. and it just doesn't do the spray justice yep. unless you give it in its full entirety. So <laughs> Mick's sort of off the hook there but yeah every now and then when you saw him coming down and he just had the eyes locked on someone from just at the bottom of the steps as he came up the race you knew you were in trouble and the seas would just part. So Mick wouldn't want any audio of his coach's box leaked is that what you're saying? Well I think it would be you wouldn't be able to play it because every <laughs> beep, 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 and in and around that, uh, grunting and groaning. Well, thinking of that
1: led us to a couple of uh, a couple of great Correct. coaches' sprays. When we think about it, talk about audio, famous one that sticks out for me. Remember that the Bulldogs documentary they did when Terry Wallace was coaching. Yes, one of the great sprays. Let's take a listen to Terry Wallace. I don't know about you guys, like if I see one like walk out of here, get the pat on back from people out there for a good.
0: I'll spew up for a pat on the back. We love that. And, of course, arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time, mm. Ronald Dalbarassi. He looks scary. Yes, well, have a look. Uh, listen to this one.
1: Keith, you've done a typical bloody thing. The ball's gone over. I couldn't come back and hear me. You could have run and intercepted that first goal or second goal, what it was, and you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? That's bloody right. Now, if you might think I'm stirred up,
0: you're yeah, bloody right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably don't even know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so you'd imagine the look on the player's face was, "What's he talking about?" Yeah. <laughs> we love that. That's brilliant. Uh, Coaches, just brilliant stuff. So, to the Saints, unlucky. To the poor little media man who's released it, the little it. Guru, unfortunate for him. (laughs) Uh, We're going to move on. Captain's Day was yesterday. Yep. A a good day. Lots of predictions made. I think they've all tipped Geelong again, really gone out on a limb, the captains, (laughs) to win the flag. (laughs) Like every year, they just tip the reigning Premier. A few of the clubs have got multiple captains, Mm. co-captains. Do we have a three-way captain? Yeah, Sydney have got three. There you go. But Uh, Luke Parker was the one that
1: represented. What's your take on that?
0: They sent one down, yeah
1: don't know how it would work. Well, I would Share think, duties or I would think who generally, wants a trip to Melbourne? I would think, without putting much thought in, if you've got co-captains, generally the reason you've got co-captains is maybe one's a bit more sort of less, um, maybe it doesn't like that as much. The, the yeah, sort of okay, the big so one might be and, more
0: polished in the media, the other ones are better on-field. Yeah, late, like, I reckon maybe there's, there's
1: a little bit of that. You know? So maybe that's how they come up with. You had
0: co-captains. Did you yeah, you had trips I did. At at Carlton. Well, yeah, we won't talk names, but um, we had one <laughs> who was... Oh, <laughs> well, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> no, no, look, we okay. just yeah we will um now look we, <laughs> we did and it was interesting because one of them was very keen to get out there and do it all and oh Cripper. yeah I've, I've well, done the media yeah you know, and the other one might be wanted to not do it as much but the media wanted him more so oh you fill in the blanks there right, right. It's uh, an interesting dynamic, co-captains, because I wonder whether. Oh, like, so Doc would have loved to have gone on the captain's day, but obviously Cripper is. <laughs> I the think magnate. they just alternate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's drawn to Cripper. Well, I saw Lockie Neal was there instead of Harris Andrews, which yeah, probably, makes probably sense. Fan. Yeah, here's <laughs> the Brownlow medalist, and want to chat to, to Lockie Neal. Uh, Luke McDonald represented, so I can see uh, Jai Simpkin. We don't hear a lot from Jai Simpkin, no.
0: so Luke McDonald won that one. Got to go there. We um, they do to the predictions though and they go through all the the standard ones. But we thought we might go down a different route and start talking predictions of all sorts of weird and wacky things, I should say. Mm. So we won't do that now. Hang around. We'll do it after this. I like it. You're listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Listener, please hit the like button and leave us a review or rating new episodes every day at lunchtime. We thank everyone who has done that so far. The number's growing very, very quickly, Joey, and a lot of the reviews, very, very positive. So we thank all the loyal listeners out there. As we just touched on, the captain's day, they all get the captains to do their predictions, the boring ones. Who's going to win the grand Mm. final? Who's going to be the best young player? Who's the best old player? All this sort of stuff. Obviously... Scott Pennebry wins that every year. Uh, I want you to tell me who is going to be the first coach to give a media type a big spray. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Because last year it was Luke Beveridge after yeah. round well,
1: round one, wasn't it? So I think it'll be it won't be one of the new first like coaches that are back in because I think they'll you know they'll try and stay all positive for a while. It might be one of the old coaches that've been doing it for a while. I can maybe
0: see. Damien Hardwick. Oh, yeah. Getting a bit prickly. cranky early, pr- prickly early. Someone coming for cotchin yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. They're,
1: they're some of the old boys yep. and then and then Hardwick will stick up for them early and get quite prickly. So I'm going to go Damien Hardwick early in the year. What about you? I think it'll be Brad Scott. You do?
0: Yeah. I think someone will question Essendon and he just has the that look in his eye that he wants to get something off his chest at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I fear for the person who asked the question because I've uh, worked with Brad. He was an assistant for a while and he's a, a ripper but he doesn't like it when people question what he's doing. Right.
1: Following on from that, yep. we've heard Clarko. He's already been in trouble already once this off-season, and there's yep. been a bit of talk. Well, he he gave an apology but said, look, I can't guarantee that I won't do it again. Yep. So my question to you, we love Clarko. We do. One of the great coaches of all time. What round will he blow his fuse
0: again? Oh, uh, one. Round one. Round one? Round one. Against yes. West Coast? Against West Coast. <laughs> in what they would consider a winnable game. Right. So if it's not going well, I can see a, a gasket getting blown there. Mm. Uh, well, While we're touching on the older coaches... Now, what round does Ross go from cuddly Ross as you just described him? <laughs> to, gr- to grumpy Ross. <laughs> uh, round four. I'll give, him, I'll give him four weeks, Grace. So you give him a month? Yeah, his first couple of
1: press conferences, he would be like, we're just working through the, you know, the processes and we'll, we'll get it right. And then at round four, you might get a bit cranky, Ross. Hey, there's been everyone's done their top eights, right? Yeah. It's the most boring top eight I've ever seen. Everyone's just done the same teams as last year. Maybe a few have thrown Carton in who missed by 0.01%. I want you to be a bit creative, Daisy, Right-o. because history does say there generally are teams from the bottom four that pushed for the eight. So give me a team that can be a real smokey. And okay. not saying they will make, but a team because there generally is what you we know just what? Think-
0: from what I've seen so far in the preseason, yep. Adelaide are going better than Ooh, I thought. Yeah. Adelaide yep. have actually impressed me. I would have had them in the bottom four bracket. Yep. I don't think they're making finals by any stretch because I still, like everyone, I think that one through ten. Is very condensed But we and say this every year No one had Collingwood
1: All the captains And all the Hey by the way All the Collingwood supporters Jump on all us media types For not having Collingwood In the 8
0: last year Not one captain Had Collingwood In the 8 last year So <laughs> I tell you what did give me a laugh last year I did the stuff for points bet Outside of yeah. sort of this, And they go Every week you put us up At $3 $3 <laughs> And we keep winning yeah. I said that's a good thing You idiots yeah. <laughs> So you reckon Adelaide, I think
1: I think The GOS Giants If there's one team That could surprise everyone Really I just the reckon I reckon I reckon they've got talent and then you think about it just a new completely new game yeah. plan a bit like what Craig McCready did for Collingwood just release the shackles let their talent shine maybe
0: if a team could jump well, from sort of the bottom four it could be the Giants I made this prediction the other day that Toby Green could win the Coleman yeah so that, that sort in. of aligns with what we're going to go with a Coleman medal winner for you uh, a slightly I boring think, one, just I a think well one.
1: yeah Harry's the boring one but I think Aaron Norton is ready to become the best key forward right. in the competition so Aaron Norton could be the smoky. Good, good. Um, uh, what about, I want to ask you about the media across all yep. the, the media. All right across it. Who's going to be the next media star? Is it an up-and-comer? Somebody you reckon ready to become the next Dale Thomas in the media
0: and just go boom. Uh, you know what? I'm excited about Stevie J coming across. Good,
1: same name I have. Did you? Now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm very excited about that. He'll be working closely with us on the Sunday Rup. Mm. And again, like you were very very good at the the way you played and the way you get through things in the media you and i do it very differently and we saw the game differently that's why we speak about it differently Stevie J played it very uniquely, uh, very high level at IQ. a very high level. Huge footy IQ. So if he has the ability, which is the unknown thing at the minute, and speaking to a couple of his old teammates, they're a touch worried yep. that maybe the brain and the words don't usually align. Yes, <laughs> he just sort of was more instinct. But we hope for everyone's sake that he can come and provide something which will be brilliant and explain just what he would have been thinking in that point. We'll just keep track of who maybe comes a bit dusty to some of the
1: Sunday rub games between you and him. Who just has
0: no, a, no. no a bit I'm, more, I'm a uh, consummate professional family <laughs> man these days. So. Those days are long behind me, so Stevie can win that one. <laughs> what about best performer? I want to ask you these
1: four players. Tell me which one is going to have the biggest impact for their team It's going to have the best right. year. Some big names that are going to make a difference to their side. Josh Dunkley mm-hmm. to Brisbane, Brody Grundy to Melbourne, oh, that's good or Jager O'Meara at Fremantle. Which I- one of them is going to – we're going to look back and go, oh, wow, that was
0: an absolute prize recruit that's made a huge difference. Uh, uh, I could mount a case for all of them. That's why I put them all together. Yeah, which is very good. I'm going to – Look, I'd love to give me mate Jager a pump-up, but I'm going to go with Dunkley. Yeah. Because I think that the one thing missing from the Brisbane Lions is a defensive attitude, and that's what Dunkley brings, his ability to go both ways. And if he can just seep that into their midfield, they improve out of sight. And I'm not talking saving 10 goals a game, just a mindset that will stop four or maybe give you two the other way. Of those three that you have obviously thought about because it's a real conundrum, Mm. who do you think? Because uh, you you could seriously mount a case for all of them. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brody Grundy. Yes, I
1: think we will be saying, "Oh wow!" Everybody that questioned the Brody Grundy uh, and Max Gorn decision, I think they'll all be who, saying mid year, "Who oh,
0: questioned that?" Though, yeah, and most why. have. Yeah, really.
1: Oh, can two ruckmen work and this sort? Of, I think you will see it'll be dominant those two in a combination of the forward line ruck. So maybe that's the one uh, that'll happen mid year. One more for you: which media figure? Who's the one that's going to cop a spray at some stage this year? Who, who's the the journo that? Uh, might be the Tom Morris of last year or cop the spray from a coach or something this season. Well,
0: I'm just going to go with tried and true form here. Not Tom Brown. No, Jay-Z. 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 So I remember back Michael Mouldhouse. one cold night at the MCG. <laughs> he delivered this. So I'm going to back up with Jay-Z. you think your boys came to play today? I reckon they probably come here thinking, no, we're going to have a real bad one today in the first quarter. What do you honestly think? That, that term, come to play. Where does it originate from And what do they reckon They come to play marbles Or football Or or do you think They didn't come to play Do you think They sat in their cars Waiting for the game To start Then go out there (laughs) Hey good What do you reckon He came to play (laughs) marbles Jay-Z, no more generic questions nah. or you will get roasted. Uh, very good. Hey, last one before we uh, wrap up. I want to yeah. ask you about Gil
1: McLaughlin. Okay. First of all, is Gil going to announce he's <laughs> stepping down? And if <laughs> so, about when? It's There's a John Farnham and tour. The, this. Yeah, it is a John Farnham tour. And who will take over? Because it's pretty important who's going to run the AFL.
0: Uh, I I don't know who's going to take over. <laughs> <laughs> um, no intel? No, no real intel. Um Oh, surely he wants it done sooner rather than later. He'd... Gather round.
1: They're talking gather round. Well, that, he's be... going to do a big sort of you know big what? thing
0: while everyone's at all the one venue. The Just... end of gather round would be brilliant. Yeah. Just drift off into the sunset. I don't think there'll be any fanfare lap of honour, which he's probably deserved because he has been fantastic under some trying times as well, obviously getting the game going through COVID and what came with that. But uh, gather round seems like a nice point if you want to join the conversation there and add any of your own predictions or any of the like jump onto our socials at footy talk pod on instagram or tiktok footy talk pod Leave us what you think about any one of those questions and maybe we can come back and recap a few of our loyal listeners next week. I like we?
1: that. Get them involved. Just a quick message, shout out to all the players because they're all listening to this podcast now. It's your final weekend off before round one. Don't. You <laughs> are going to have a drink, do it on the Friday night because it gives you that yeah. extra day. Just make sure you stay out of trouble and make sure no one's got their
0: phones. Yeah, correct. Just don't go out to a public venue. Go home, have a couple of beers at home. Cheer the boys over. That's it. Keep out of trouble would be the advice that we give you because you don't need a headline. You don't need a rule in your you season before it starts. Hey, we thank you very much as always. Thank you, Daisy. Big Big weekend. Big weekend ahead. This has been the Footy Talk podcast. Grab us on your Apple podcast, Spotify or Listener. Have yourselves a wonderful weekend. Listener.